I don't listen to other podcasts because I physically can't. Mm-hmm. Here's how your podcast sounds. Boom, boom, beep, 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 42 seconds of intro music. It's minute 28. Here's, here's, your, here's your team. Then last week, Amber said, duh. Then Will said, duh. Do you remember the duh? And I still don't know why I'm listening. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Hotel in Victor, mm-hmm. Colorado. Episode two. Yep. So yep. Two. Yeah. And uh, I don't. I we, don't know if we'll get to the third. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if we're gonna get to the third at this We've point. We've been partying we, uh, party. Yeah. It it has been very very. Swifty. Uh, Lit. It, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. A, as the youngins say. The the illicit substances have been flowing. That's for damn sure. Shit on the floor. Just kidding. No, it's a really nice hotel. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't. Yeah. Bad yeah. advice. No. Yep. Mission mission right. survival project, projection thirty seven percent. True. Projected casualties sixty seven percent. Yep. Yep. For real though. That's pretty pessimistic. I think we'll do better than that. Probably. <laughs> I think I, we're doing all right. <laughs> we'll try to make it. We'll try to make we'll it. Survive. Let's do it. Yeah. So, what do we got uh, on the docket, HP? Uh, I mean, it's you guys know how it goes. We're yeah. doing drink of the week. We got game of the week, and we got track of the week. Well, I guess we're let's, out. let's just get Yeet. into it. Let's just let's do go. it. Right on. All right. We'll by back. the way, drink of the week. Hey, y'all. It's your pixie pal Pan here. So, today, this week, we have a wonderful uh, Satori whiskey, a Suntory whiskey, sorry, I am, I really like this whiskey, I've had <laughs> right. quite a bit of it it's myself. very good, it's very <laughs> That's good. a good review in and of itself. Yeah, <laughs> um, so let's all take a sample if we shall, may you fight long and well. May you fight long so good. I really like this one. The description on the bottle is a vivid blend of carefully selected Japanese whiskey, silky with a subtle sweet and spicy finish. I totally stand by that statement. I am kind of a uh, connoisseur of Japanese whiskeys myself, nice. and this is the one that I go for. This is the one that I try to grab when I can get it. Same. I really love this so one as well. Vivian, when I, when I tasted it, it tasted like scotch to me. It kind of does, and if yeah. so, if you are, I would agree with that statement. Because uh, with whiskey, there's a blend: mm-hmm. Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. um, uh, Scotch whiskey, or Scotch, uh, and then of course the only Native American liquor, bourbon. Yeah. Uh, the thing with this one is that it actually is a blended Japanese whiskey. Okay. It is not a single. It is a blend of Japanese whiskeys that they have formulated for their own branding and their own company. It is a unique whiskey that I thoroughly enjoy. I enjoyed it very much when I was in Japan myself. Nice. I, also, I like it too. It's, it's, it's looking great. Mm-hmm. Well, when you said it, I remember seeing, uh, what's the one with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know Are you either. talking Lost in Translation? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> that's, that's I knew HBO would get it. Yeah, it. I knew HBO would get it. Yeah, that's Lost. Just, just come in and clutch no, with, the, with the knowledge. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. To do Reference? a sanctuary campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, let's get everyone's tasting notes. What does everyone think of it? I should um, not just boot up this myself. So, <laughs> quite frankly, in my opinion, I'm definitely going to agree with the notes of scotch. Yeah. It's got a certain dryness that resembles peat, but while it doesn't have a real peaty flavor to it, there's a, just a note of... Quite honestly, dust, and that's what I taste when I taste pee. It's why I can't drink scotch. I love Irish. I um, I don't even drink. Just smelling it, it smells kind of mossy. It has that aromatic moss mm-hmm, tone. Mm-hmm. It smells like like wet earth almost. Mm-hmm. And actually, this is fun. Have you ever heard the phrase terre noire? Mm. Black earth, terre noire. Ter- uh, like spirit mm. of the earth. For example, like mm. in a certain region of Burgundy, France, mm. because of like soil composition, they will like produce a grape that produces yeah some of the finest wines that well, have like ever come out. Well, like black grapes and stuff. Yeah, for what? So, um, so that's why like volcanic soil is really Ooh. good for all that stuff yeah. too. Yeah. But but basically, with the terre noire, mm-hmm. doesn't exist with scotch. No, it doesn't. And, and, um, and the Japanese basically, you know, the way they market scotch is like, you know, you're drinking, you know, it's like you're in Highlander, a fucking 14th Lowlands. century Highlander flick. Yeah, it's it's really a bad. Lowland scotch. How much do you want your scotch to taste like moss? Um, <laughs> so HP, what do you think? It's honestly, it's just good. It's, I mean, price point wise, it's not that bad. How yep. much did yeah. we pay for this? That's this always like, a thing. It's around That's, forty. I think that was like 50. fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. fifty bucks. What's, yeah. what's the fluid ounces on the yeah. bottle? It's a seven fifty. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's a, a across from where we where. Across from where we live, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. right across the street from where we live, actually, and it's a really good <laughs> yep. brand. And I'm surprised that they carried it. Well, so it's imported, right? Yeah, it is yeah. imported. Yeah. So it's probably there's probably places that you could get it a little bit cheaper, but it being probably. an imported liquor, it's going to be a little too. bit more pricey. So I'm, what, what, I'm telling you, I love it. It's one of my favorites, honestly. Um, I I won't. Ma- I feel like Bartimeu really summed it up. I don't even need to make notes. It's one of my favorites, though. It's one of my go-to's. If I if I have the fifty dollars to spend. I'll put that in my cabinet and sip on it for months. It is fucking great. Well, that's Drink of the Week. See you guys for Track of the Week. Game of the Week. Game of the Week. Well, both. Bourbon, long live Kentucky. Game of the Week. So, uh, I know we promised a triple header in episode one. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. I knew that that was going to be too much. <laughs> we did get like two games in though, so yeah. that was good. Yeah. So um, we did an episode and a half. I mean, we got halfway there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I was delighted to find that audio and I want to salute because um, I hit the wall and dang, if y'all didn't pick up the mic and, and keep going. So I want to say thank you for recording the intro. Thank you, Peter Pan, for uh, bringing a new whiskey to talk about and spearheading a good discussion. Again, uh, episode two, after the fact of our uh, bender, frankly, under the roof of Timber Smalls yeah. and BG, who, by the way, endless I could gratitude, never awesome place, awesome people. And um, so as I passed out, the rest of y'all played a game, which John especially, 
is pretty well steeped in, and that game is Cheaty Mages. Yeah, I like that game. It's a really great game. Pretty easy to teach and uh, a lot of fun, really. Yeah, um, and, and Cheaty Mages, it, it, it has a neat setting. In, in the game of Cheaty Mages, uh, each of the player, uh, basically there's a big coliseum where people go to watch like goblins and dragons and minotaurs and stuff duke it out really wholesome pastime. They kill each other for your amusement. The players in the game are wizards who happen to be in, in attendance and who also, I guess, have gambling problems because every player is wagering on which monster is going to wipe out the others. The kicker is uh, the wizards are all cheaters and you're all casting spells on the monsters in the arena to try to screw up other people's bets and make sure your monster wins. It's a pretty clever design. I didn't get to play much of it. Um, I probably like got what part of a round in. I think you got I think you got a full round. I might have got a full round. I didn't let's be I honest, our, our our memories are all a little fuzzy. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, um the, the, the one thing I do remember is coming to the next day and and my and my life was saved. I I was so hungry and dehydrated. And I was just like feeling around on the ground next to my bed. And I found an unopened package of sweet tarts ropes. And without moving any other part of my body, I was just, I just kind of fed them to myself, buzzsaw style until the package was gone. And that's how you all got home that day. <laughs> right? That's good. Thank you, sweet tart ropes. Yeah. But, but yeah, in, in Cheaty Mages. Say, if uh, you want to sponsor us, let us know. Right? I, I'm not going to hold my breath. But in, in Cheaty Mages, so basically, there's a random drawing of, 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 of monsters that will be fighting in an arena. Then every wizard gets a little hand of spells, and there are multiple, multiple categories of spells. And what you start doing is playing and laying down spells on your turn uh, based on uh, which monster you've got your cash riding on. And, and I think they also add the detail some monsters have bigger payouts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the weaker the monster, the bigger the payout if they win, if I remember right. Yeah, so sometimes you'll have just a little dorky goblin or something in there, but he'll, you know, it'll pay 10x on, on a bet. And the whole time, as you go around and around, all these screwball spells start stacking up next to these monsters. And you're always trying to figure out, did somebody tank my monster? Can I edge my monster in? Because everybody bets secretly beforehand, correct? Is that the mechanic? You've played it more recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then to, you can bet up to like three, I think, but the payout is less. So if you're yeah. just betting on one monster, you, you get a better payout. That's right. That's right. You can spread your bet. You spread your bets, or you can go all in on a single critter. And and the and here's where, in terms of clever design, I think the game really flies is because true to any contest, there are judges, and uh, every round of play a different wizard judge presides over the battle. And some of the judges are real ball busters. And some of the judges are inclined to let stuff slide. So, because I think, um, you know, casting spells on the combatants is supposed to be forbidden, right? In, in the game. And, and well, that's why they call it cheaty mages. It's not, hey, let's help everybody have a good time mages. It's I remember I some of the judges, if you casted certain spells, they already didn't work because of that judge and then other spells just that weren't mentioned you could get away with. Yep, 
and, and, and those, I think there's one those, judge and there's a super hard ass and, and they'll, they will like strip all spells off the winning monster or something. Yep. 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 And yep. then there's, there's a way to change the judge as well mm -hmm. in the middle of the game. So yeah. And, I, I and, believe that is a specific spell card. I remember there was one judge that got it was uh, it depended on how many points ended up on a certain monster was how they judged that monster. Yep. Yeah. That that their their trigger is sort of okay. Spell overload. Something's going on here. I'm I'm intervening. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yeah, because the, the the spells have values, and and they'll watch the total value of all the spells being played on there. And basically, you know, I I love this game. It's really it's one of those fun games that has enough scheming and and tactical layers on it to keep you engaged, but also something you can just get ripped and play with your friends over and over and over. Quit fucking with my dragon. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> screw over your minotaur, and and, and it, and it plays pretty brisk three rounds in it as well so you you really do get a, a a lot in in just one game yep and but except here's the mystery in retrospect and i do not understand why this exists in the game being that you know if you uh you don't win back your wager if, if you've lost but they don't you, but they don't take money out of your pool if you lose right uh I might depend on the judge doesn't it so but all i'm saying is i cannot figure out why everybody anybody in the game has starting money yeah you start with like three but it doesn't really matter yeah because yeah. Or, or it's you just have your baseline of three yeah i don't understand why there's starting money in the game because if i remember you don't lose anyway it's fun as hell and uh, and y'all broke it out. I'm glad you got to experience it. And um, God willing, we'll all get to actually be in the same room and play it again soon. Actually, yeah. Yeah. it's going to become more of an imperative than ever because we have burnt through all of the old 2020 episodes. And now we're going to be at the point where, oh, shit, we got to have something in 10 days. Yeah, we I need will, new content. I will say it might be easier coming up because I did get my chip installed and I got the firmware update this morning. So. Dope. And um, yeah, there you go. Game of the week, once again, played in the Tesla room at the Black Monarch Hotel uh, was Cheaty Mages. We're going to be back in a second with Track of the Week. Track of the Week. So, Track of the Week, I'm, I'm going to echo our hosts', our hosts predilections. Uh, Timber Smalls picked out a Beastie track, uh, the first track off Check Your Head. Um, and I kind of stopped listening to the Beasties after Check Your Head. The, the only thing I remember after that was when that one song became a hit. And I just like to walk around going, intergalactic, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, intergalactic. That one? I, I think it was heard that one. I, I think it was on Hello Nasty. Anyway, um, so my favorite Beastie track I, I, I'm going to is uh, the, the Free Zone remix of Root Down by the Beastie Boys. I, as, as you know, I carry on a lot about how much just a, a tweak in production can me make the, the rhymes and the song and everything work better. So um, why don't we just drop how it drops and, and, and see if my enthusiasm is justified. Let's check it out. 
sample comes from but to me that drum pattern and that sample is heads and tails over I don't like the album version but I love this and I think the first time I ever heard this I, I played it like 30 times in a row because I was that hypnotized by it and also um, a beautiful they build a beautiful bridge into it hold on for one second let's check out the bridge So there you have it in partial homage to our, our January host, Timber Smalls, NBG. Uh, the Root, uh, the Free Zone remix of Root Down by the Beastie Boys. Um, this concludes the actual double header of the Black Monarch Hotel. And I can't urge you enough, if you're looking for a unique, fun place to stay with a killer host, by all means, uh, pin Victor. Colorado is one of your stops. I know that a lot of people have, have written them up, but of course, you know, we, we loved it. We loved it, uh, you know, for, for the vibe as much as the design and location. Um, honestly, I thought that was one of the best locations we could have possibly filmed at or recorded at because I loved it. I was already obsessed with the place. I was fangirling the entire time. That <laughs> I we noticed. Before we got there, after we left, I am still giving out the name of the Black Monarch to people that are like, I, I talk about that night and they're like, oh, where were you staying? And I, I tell them the Black Monarch and I get, I still business cards and stickers that I'm handing out. Awesome. Um, that, that, that is true dyed in the wool fangirling right there. But in this case, the object of your fandom is highly worthy. I, I, uh, speaking of fangirling, um, in, in upcoming episodes, I managed to get all the members of a Louisville, Kentucky thrash metal band called Belushi Speedball onto Zoom and let them ride along for uh, game of the week, track of the week, intro. And it was, I lost control of the episode. It was a disaster, but I hope right. in the best way. Yeah, thrash metal band, like, you kind of got to expect to roll with the punches. <laughs> well, the, the, they're a particular kind of thrash metal band. And you're, you'll, you'll get to meet them in an upcoming episode also, and this is fun. We're going to do uh, Timber Smalls had such a good time with us that we are invited to his Denver property. That's going to be fun. And uh, the, the cool part there is uh, he has decks there and he knows how to, and I said, can you operate them? He's like, he goes, I am quite proficient on the ones he claims. So we're going to have a very low head count, kick ass dance party at his other place in Denver, probably this spring. Sounds like a plan, fuck yeah. But uh, in the meantime, uh, this is the great unclean one here with John, AKA he, she who thirsts, Peter Pan and HP, AKA the goat in the woods 
saying thank you once again to the Black Monarch Hotel and signing off for now. May you fight long and well. May, May you, you fight, fight long, long and well.